Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Small Ball Market, the podcast dedicated to news and discussions surrounding the small market teams of the NBA. My name is Zach Reglin, and joining me as they do every week are my co-hosts, Wyatt Reglin and Cody Cook. How are we doing, boys? Uh, I'm good. You said Last week or last time we recorded, you said fantastic co-hosts, so... Oh, I guess you guys are still fantastic, so... Okay, thank you. Yeah. I'm better now, then. Better now. Yep. All right. How about you, Wyatt? I'm doing pretty good. It's kind of weird recording in a room with neither of you guys here. Yeah, for the first time, we're all uh, recording remotely from each other, and this is a little odd. And due to extenuating circumstances, we were unable to record for the last couple of weeks. But we're back now. We the, only extenuating, the only extenuating circumstances was the NBA news just being dead, just nothing going on. Yeah, I guess that. But, I, I mean, a little <laughs> on top of on top of our schedules not aligning, but. Mm-hmm. Well, a little bit has changed at that time. We got a new logo thanks to the homie Jennifer Bowers. Yeah, shout out to Jen Bowers. She uh, mm-hmm. hooked it up for hooked it up for the new Twitter avies and uh, the new headers on uh, Twitter too. So thanks for that. Mm-hmm. That looks great. Well, we might as well get right into it. And well, Jimmy Butler, he might want out of Minnesota. He's going to have a meeting with Tom Thibodeau this week and uh actually should be on monday when he does that and so he is deciding whether he wants out of minnesota or not and uh what do you guys think we've kind of talked about jimmy butler's future in minnesota before here and i'm just wondering what you guys thoughts are if you guys have anything new if i was jimmy butler i would want out of minnesota i mean that's fair i would want out of minnesota if i was anybody though i just really hope that uh tim tom, tom thibodeau gets uh jakeem noah first yeah, so we could have the full Timberwolves before Jimmy Butler ends up getting traded. I want him to get traded like mid-season. That would be nice for me. I would. I, I want to see the Timberwolves in action because then maybe oh, Tom Thibodeau would actually play his bench next year if he knows that they're the Bulls players. Are you kidding? He's gonna start all of them if he's he gets start them Darren all Rose at point, and he's gonna start Jakeem Noah over Cat. That's that's what I was thinking he would do. <laughs> Bold move, Cotton. We'll see how it plays out for him. Cat's got to learn from Jakeem. <laughs> I think this continues the streak of us bringing up Tom Thibodeau on every single podcast, but he's just in the news so much and he's so interesting. If by interesting, you mean shit. Yeah, that's well, that's partially what makes him interesting. Right, right. <laughs> but, uh, well, I mean, realistically, what, what are the only, po- there's only three possible outcomes, right? He, he, he they, they resolve the issues that they have. Or they don't resolve the issues that they have, but he just rides out his contract because they don't want to trade him, or he gets traded. Yeah, and yeah, we don't know where he's going to go next year. People think he might end up going to L.A., maybe New York, team up with Kyrie. Uh, you know, uh, which if Kyrie even wants to go there, but I was going to say know. Kyrie plays for the Celtics, Zach. Yeah, yeah, but his contract is up at the end of this year. He's not going to the Knicks. I really, I really don't want it to happen. Uh, Cody, we're forgetting a fourth option that could happen, which I didn't mm. even know was possible until today. He mm-hmm. could retire at halftime. Oh my god! <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll later. get to that later. But uh, <laughs> I, I don't understand. I didn't think that was possible. Obviously, we've talked about the how we want the Blazers to trade for him, and I don't know whether it's a real possibility. But I mean, I don't know, guys. If you put it in the trade machine, you could trade Evan Turner straight up for Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Maybe throw in a second round pick. We'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> Who says no? Bulls, the all time great Bulls player, Evan Turner. And when I say throw in a second round pick, I mean they throw in a second round pick. <laughs> yep. I mean, what what was the trade pack? Because you talked about that article that was one one player every team should go for. 
and they wanted us to give them Evan Turner and what a first rounder for Jimmy Butler. Yeah, that was basically it. But I would doubt that Tim the Timberwolves would actually you take add that more than that. I'll give him Myers Leonard too. <laughs> give him Myers, yeah. What a reward, guys! I feel so. like maybe throw in Anthony Simons. Uh, yeah, I feel like they would still say no they to that. There's very no, few scenarios. I, that's, I feel like you'd have to add some younger pieces in there too. Well, if they... we we can't throw in Gary Trent Jr. because we saw him at a Ducks game, so he's officially untouchable. Yeah, that's true. If that was really you, Gary Trent, we're, pr- we're like 99% sure it was you. Shouts to you, man. We saw you at the Ducks game yesterday. We also saw Sitting you leave right next to me listen. pretty much, and I no. didn't say anything. Yeah, we saw you leave. We saw you leave at halftime, though. With some um, friends. Yeah. Um, get, get some. Get some, Gary Trent. Good for you. Female friends. <laughs> Unless you're married, then it was all dudes. I don't I don't know too much about your personal life, but Yeah, we don't rat you out, homeboy. <laughs> snitches get stitches, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean I would I'm all for Jimmy Butler on the Bulls, man. Or not on the Bulls, on uh on Portland. Yeah, well obviously I feel like all of us would want Jimmy Butler on the on the Blazers, but uh one possibility that I heard, I saw someone talk about a trade around Eric Gordon. And a couple other pieces and send them to Houston? What do you guys think about that? I know Houston's one of the big market teams that we don't talk about, but uh, it's just kind of an interesting scenario. I just want to know you guys' thoughts. I mean, it involves the Timberwolves, so we're safe there. They cancel out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just somebody else for uh, to take away from Mellow's shots, so I'm not for it. Yeah. Do you, <laughs> oh, my God. Do you, ha- do you know what who else it was talking about? Eric Gordon and who else? Was it, like, picks or was it? other players uh i don't think it was picks uh god who i keep forgetting they've changed a lot of players on the team but i think this the main the main piece was eric gordon and it was here i'm gonna pull up their roster real quick was it Um, gerald green (laughs) yeah it was it was some weird one like that like it wasn't a like a super big name player but uh pj tucker yeah it it was pj yeah it was surrounding pj tucker and eric gordon that was the one i mean if i pj tucker's a good defender if I'm if I'm Minnesota, I'd do that deal in a heartbeat. If I don't know if Houston would do that deal though. Yeah, just on the fact that he's only on a one year that he has one year left on his contract, you don't know. If they they they're really convinced that they could sign him back and or even just like have a one year, hey, we could actually win the title this year, go for it. But don't don't say you would trade Jimmy Butler in a heartbeat for that. If Jimmy Butler says he wants to stay with the Bulls, do not trade him. But, yeah. uh, I, I realize we keep calling them the Bulls, but they are the Timber Bulls. So. Can I call them yeah. the Bulls? Like, yeah, yeah, you just did. <laughs> That's so bad. This is how bad it is right now, if, though. I mean, if you think about it, is is the are the are would the Rockets be legitimate finals contenders if they got Jimmy Butler? Uh, I think they would. I mean, I think last year they were obviously legitimate finals contenders and then cp3 pulled a classic cp3 and just and died and then <laughs> arguably lost in the series against golden state i mean i mean i don't know about you guys what do you think do you think they were cp3 stays healthy do you think that the, that the warriors won that series or no uh i think that houston probably would have won it if I cp3 had it i think yeah. it just came down the bad injury okay it- okay yeah so that being said if you add Jimmy Butler to that, I mean, obviously Golden State had DeMarcus Cousins now, but I mean, 
that that definitely I feel like makes them legitimate contenders. So even the if the corpse of Demarcus Cousins, <laughs> even if it is only a, a half a season or a one year rental, that's I mean, you could go deep with that team for sure. I Let's feel like keep... the whole I feel like the whole thesis of this Houston Rockets team is to literally like just fucking send it. You know, <laughs> it's I mean, but, why but... they get. It's why they traded for CP3 that on the gamble that he might not stay, but they ended up re-signing him again, and they got to do it with uh, Jimmy Butler too because they like they know they have one of the top five players in the world, James Harden, and uh, reigning MVP. And I don't know, man, they're just gonna. They, I feel like they can get it if they if they had Jimmy Butler on that team. I don't see why they couldn't do it. He would be a great uh, guy at the three spot for him. Yeah, I mean that would be that would be a pretty unbeatable. I mean that's that's arguably, I mean, uh, yeah, I was gonna say that's arguably four all stars in the same lineup, but that's that's hinging on the fact that Clint Capella would be an all star next year, which probably wouldn't happen. No, uh, but that's they, three and a half all stars on the same team. Yeah, um, let's just be real though. Golden State's gonna win the title again this year. I don't think Houston has much of a chance. I. Golden State's winning it all again this year. Houston, and let's just get this season done with. Houston could win it all, but I think the the only legitimate hope of any de- anybody dethroning Golden State is the Celtics. Yeah, that's definitely it. Uh, and the, and it, you never know what's going to happen there because they haven't they weren't able to stay healthy last year. But uh, when they're completely healthy, they have probably they like outside of Golden State, they easily have the best roster in the league. Yeah. Hey, man, that just goes to show you that there's a lot of the the something riding on this small market on the Timber Bulls. Um, there's a lot hinging on if where Jimmy Butler decides to go like that, that pretty deeply impacts the league. Yeah, it's huge. Team. I mean, he's a top like he's if he's not in the top 10, top he's 10. like in the top 15 and it's not even close. Like it's, it's easy. He's easily in there. So, of course, anytime you send someone like that into another area, it's going to send ripples around the league. So now Portland, <laughs> I was going to say I was just about to say we talked about what would happen if you went to Houston and if that would make them a deep, deep contender. Would him going to Portland make us a deep playoff contender? Is this under the assumption that uh, we don't give up CJ McCollum? Yes. Or, yes. Okay. Um, under that assumption, uh, we would probably we would probably be Western Conference Finals contenders, but probably not a Finals. Contender. Yeah, I was gonna I say. say I, then we'd actually feel like a third seed in the West this year, like yeah. like we belong as the third seed. So. Not as like a little bit of a kind of fluky. The West is super close. We we would handily have that third seed. So at least. Yeah. I don't know about handily. We'd we'd still be a step behind both Golden State and Houston probably. But that'd be a a legitimate team. That that would be – they would go in every night and they would be good. I would just – I don't know. I feel like Dame and Jimmy Butler were like born to be teammates. Like just the – like I don't know why I feel like the I've always had the idea that the two of them playing together would be so good. They're both just so hard nosed, so uh, they're both like they're both gym rats. They just like they're just they're nuts, man. They're well, they're both just quote, like nah, think? man, nah, dude. Dame doesn't work out. Remember? Oh yeah, he, he only works out. Uh, you're right. I mean, he doesn't need a camera. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's I mean, you only work out if you if you video it and put it on Twitter. 
Exactly. YG, Dame just spends all his time rapping. Well, I was going to say, YG works out in the basketball gym more than Dame, apparently. <laughs> what is that? Hey, man, you he has a see, jump shot. I was going to say, do you guys see those Twitter? What gym is that? Oh, like the uh, one, like that Lakers gym, the one with like the Lakers logo. No, 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 not not the one gym that but everybody th- seems to work out at. Yeah, it's a gym where all the the video of YG that where he was hooping. Yeah, the I gym have no idea where it actually is, but I think I saw a video of Joel Embiid and Jason Tatum working out there. Yeah, I Devin see Booker, so many Markel people Fultz, Everybody yeah. works out there, and I don't it's know prob- where it is. It's probably just like a 24-7 sports in like Beverly Hills or someplace like that. <laughs> like only celebrities go there. <laughs> I know Never that. Um, like 10 Gs a month. I yeah. can't remember the name of the guy, but he's the shot, the shooting coach for Markel Fultz right now. And I, it might be around. I know he goes there all the time and works with Markel's shot there. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about that, but you yeah. haven't. I mean, I've I've noticed the gym, but I guess I haven't put too much thought into it. Oh, I thought you were talking but, about Markel Fultz's jumper. Oh no, obviously I know Markel Fultz's jumper. <laughs> we've uh, we've all we're all a little too familiar with it. It's funny that Cody brought that up though, because I was thinking about that the other day. Actually, like, where they is said, his gym? They said they said they fixed his jumper. That's what they said. I mean, it'd be great. that's wet. I'm gonna be super impressed. <laughs> There's no mm-hmm. videos of it, so I wouldn't surprise. I wouldn't be surprised if if they were intentionally keeping videos off the internet, so that that way when he comes back, everyone's like, "Oh shit, man's can shoot again." Yeah, that would, I, I mean, he was a good shooter in college, so I can't. Uh, I I. That's what. Makes no one knows strange. what happened. That's what just makes it so much stranger. <laughs> Same thing mm-hmm. happened to Alonzo Ball. And yeah. they still don't have a general manager. But they're a big market team, so we're not going to talk about them. Yeah, says the guy that literally brings up the big market teams the most. Yeah, but I mean, we had a lot. We've had a lot of big market teams so far. It's just summertime. <laughs> There's nothing to talk about. Yeah, I was going to say the, the the small market teams aren't really doing a whole bunch now. But once once the season kicks off, we'll get back into the into the theme. Hey, training yep. camp starts in like a week and a half. Thank God, oh my lord. Yeah, it's only like a week and a half till training camp starts and then preseason. I mean, it's not as bad for you guys because you like football, but I just cannot get behind no I cannot get behind football. So NBA is really my only my only sports season and when it's not around I just it's just <laughs> bad, man. It, it yeah, but you came to the or- yeah, but you came to the Oregon game with us yesterday, so that yeah, was cool. You know, yeah, I just right. started watching football again too. I took a couple year break and I'm like I need. I just need to watch football because I need a filler sport. It's not like basketball to me, though. Yeah. Well, I love both, but you oh. know, NBA NBA has my heart. Yeah. So, anyways, brief uh, brief synopsis of Jimmy Butler. Um, we hope he comes to Portland, but you know, we're open to the idea of him going other places as long as it's not, uh, you know, Houston or Golden State. Golden State. Preferably not the Lakers either. Preferably not. I'm just done with the NBA. So yeah, there's this no podcast way. is gonna be gone. I, I, I'm not. We're gonna have to take a year hiatus. So another news around the NBA. Uh, Dwayne Wade is reti- uh, is gonna retire at the end of this season. This is his 16th year. Uh, he has had an amazing career, mostly with the Miami Heat, uh, but spent the last couple seasons with. Uh, 
the Chicago and then Cleveland, but now he's back in Miami. Uh, what do you guys think about D Wade? I mean, I guess he could be considered a big market guy, but I mean, I feel like someone is someone like him deserves to be uh, talked about. Hey man, so what do you guys think about Wade? Miami was only a big market team while LeBron was there. So now that LeBron left, everyone's back to not giving a shit about the Heat. Yeah, that's true. LeBron turns any team into a big market immediately. I mean, he made Cleveland a big market. Yeah, and now they're bad again. Yep, exactly. Miami's kind of borderline big market, though, too. No. It's borderline. Yeah, I agree with Wyatt. They're borderline. Yeah, I I agree. But this isn't about whether they're a big market team or not. We're talking about Dwayne Wade right now. Um, So, basically, obviously, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. But, uh, like, just what do you guys think about him retiring at the end of this year? Like, like basically one thing about Wade, what do you like? What's the first thing you think of when it comes to Wade? Uh, one of the best shooting guards of all time. Yeah. Like top three. Top easily. three. Yeah. One of the yeah. most athletic shooting guards. Probably, of all time too. probably obviously MJ Kobe Wade. And then. Yeah. It's, I like if anyone has another player ahead of Wade as the third best shooting guard of all time, I'd really like to hear their argument because they're, this is- Really isn't another one. Watching the farewell tour at the end of this year is gonna it's gonna be this is gonna be the closest thing to Kobe since Kobe did it. So Do you think do you think he's gonna do a farewell tour like Kobe? I think so. I feel like someone like him, like he's he seems like the guy who's never wanted a farewell tour like that. Like, you know, he's he mean he was completely fine with taking taking a backseat role to LeBron. He but you know, that kind of stuff. Like he like he does like he's a big market guy. He's one of the most popular players in the league, but I really don't know how like I really don't know if he wants that really from anywhere other than Miami. You're right. He's just gonna he's just gonna retire at halftime. He's never <laughs> he's <laughs> once again we'll get to that later. <laughs> he's never demanded a lot of attention. He's never really been an egocentric kind of guy. Yeah, he's always been like a team first kind of player. He was constantly taking less money to take the make the heat better. He was and the, the whole reason that, last year. Yeah, he come off the bench. He's probably going to come off the bench again this year. And uh, I mean, the only time that he actually left the left the heat was when he wanted the when it was clear that they weren't contenders anymore, and he wanted the money that he deserved. And Pat Riley was unwilling to give it to him. That was absolutely ridiculous. You get Dwayne Wade is literally the epitome of somebody that gives like their heart and soul to a franchise, and then Pat Riley just did him so dirty. I know. He got I was... them their championships. He got 100%. them their, yeah. their one in 2006 they wouldn't have had without him. So, Well, they wouldn't exactly. have had LeBron without him. Yeah, the fact that they were buddies and everything. Like, they would have never, like, they're, they're, they can literally give a tribute all three of their championships to the fact that Dwayne Wade played for their franchise. Absolutely. Because, I mean, even when LeBron wasn't even, like, it, even when LeBron had, like, his mistakes, Dwayne Wade was just the perfect, like, he was the perfect teammate for LeBron too. The two of them played together so well. It's, I mean, how are you not when they're two of like the best passing wing players fucking ever? And for real, they both and they were both like so unselfish when they played played with each other. It was just like the two just liked to play with each other. Yeah, <laughs> kind of on a tangent. Did because uh, we were talking about the Miami Heat, it just got me thinking. Chris Bosh has been on the record as saying he wants to make a return. Oh yeah, I'm really not sure if that'll happen. He said, he said he I wants mean, to go to the Lakers. 
Huh. Yeah. If if that happened, I would not be entirely opposed to it. I've always really liked Chris Bosh, and I just want to see him play. I don't care. I don't care. He could play for the Lakers if he wants. I hate the Lakers, but you know, if he wants to play for them, that like that's fine. Like that's. I just want to see that guy succeed. Yeah. That. Man, yeah. It's such a shame too because he was really, he was really in his prime when he when he you know got his blood clot thing and his the whole issue with his leg or whatever. But I mean, he still had quite a few decent years left. Yeah, he was he like I mean after Wade left he was the star of that team and uh and he kind of like just like fell off from there and it really and it really sucked because he was one of the best power forwards in the league he was a star and he was another example of a completely unselfish player who's like willing to sacrifice like any like playing time glory all like even like just really anything he was just willing to do whatever he could for the team to win and it just yeah. sucked that uh. His health got to him. Yeah, Chris Bosh has to be one of like the top five clutchest players against the Blazers. Oh God, do you guys remember that game where it was like I think Wade and LeBron did both didn't play, yeah. and then he hit like this fadeaway thirty footer at the yeah, buzzer. Yeah. To beat he like brought it all the way down from his ankles and like faded away and just smacked the thirty footer for the game. I was at that game. <laughs> you were? Yeah, I was pissed. Oh yeah, I remember you were at that game. He was lighting us up all night, man. Mm-hmm. But I mean, uh, I guess you just have to respect it. He was—I mean, he really was a stre- uh What? What's he technically classified as a four? Yeah, he's a four, he, and he swapped a five occasionally. Yeah, he really was one of the first stretch bigs. Yeah, he he, he was kind of like the he was a great modern big man because I mean he came into the league in two thousand three just like Wade and LeBron right. and uh, so that was a re- that was before the the stats revolution that came along. Analytics <laughs> Twitter, shout out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, shout outs to Daryl Morey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, that's I feel like that's kind of an underrated aspect of of that big three is is. Chris Bosch could step outside and smack some threes. He kind of revolutionized yeah. it, like you said. Honestly. He, he 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 was one of the first big guys. I'm like, is he shooting threes? Yeah. Yeah, he was I remember a lot of got big men try, like he was the first one to start doing it and he didn't start doing it until like the early 2010s when that thing was like really starting to get along. It seemed like he wasn't doing it as much and then uh then you saw guys like Aldridge and uh, Kevin Love start to do it, and it was just—it was awesome to see him and Channing Frye were like two of the first ones. Channing Frye could always smack down that three, <laughs> and they were both teammates of LeBron. Yeah, in fact, I just looked, pulled up his like three-point stats right now. For the first, like for the first three seasons of his career, he shot under fifteen each season. Like for the whole season, 15 threes or fifteen percent, fifteen threes. Oh my god! Just like, and he wasn't hitting them really. Wow! And then he started hit started hitting them around like oh seven oh eight, but he was still only taking like twenty something a season. And uh, it was the twenty twelve thirteen season. He over double. He went uh, did more than double his three point attempts. And then by the by his last season that he played in twenty sixteen, he shot two hundred and twenty two. Wow. He played. He played <laughs> yeah. in twenty sixteen. Yeah, twenty fifteen sixteen. That was the first year without LeBron. that Wade was out of uh, yeah. Miami, right? 
It was it that year? Wade no, was no, still in Miami. Was... Wade was still in Miami. Yeah. It was the year after LeBron left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or he, two years um, after LeBron left. Because 2015-16 um, was the year the Cavs won. It was right. probably just a shooting coach that was just like, okay, you're making these really long jumpers. And they were like, why don't just step it back a couple feet? Well, I think, yeah. I mean, because you, I mean, you see videos of, who was that? I think you saw... It was on Twitter. It was someone on the war. It was Jakeem Noah. There was a video of uh, on the Warriors Twitter of Jakeem Noah, like or not Jakeem Noah. Wait, what am I have... saying? I, why, I don't know why I just said Jakeem Noah. Um, Are you thinking of Anderson? Anderson no. or... Yeah, Javale McGee. God, so bad with names. Um, there was a video of Javale McGee just draining Tragic Bronson. Yeah, there was a video of Javale McGee just draining threes, and so I think most of it. It comes from a coaching aspect. Like if you, you have to get the green light from your coach essentially to start letting shots fly. If you're a five or a four in the NBA, because I mean, Mm -hmm. you're not going to be, you know, you're not going to be Clint Capella pulling up from, you know, 27, 30 feet and, you know, Mike D'Antoni being okay with it. Yeah. I mean, it's got to, A, you have to have a shot. B, you have to have permission. And so I think, I think once people realize that, oh, seven footers you know six eleven people can can stroke the three and then that wave started to come in of stretch big stretch fours then coaches were like okay i guess this is a viable option and then obviously it transitioned into the advanced stats and advanced metrics and now everyone's like why even shoot mid-range jumpers it's either got to be a dunk or a 30 footer so (laughs) speaking of bigs coming back what about andrew bynum Oh yeah! Oh god! We forgot to talk about that. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, it was last week, and I totally forgot about it. Andrew Bynum's gonna try and make a comeback. He looks good. Yeah, he looks like in insanely good shape. He's got that really flat-footed three-point shot, but it's like the fact that he's big like that, and then he can shoot the three-pointer. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, what we were saying. What we were saying before is that everyone looks good though when they're shooting in the gym. We were talking about JaVale McGee. Um, my like one thing that I was saying, remember when it was I think it was going into last season when people were saying that uh Andre Drummond was gonna be able to start shooting threes yeah. when he uh but because he was shooting them in the gym. Uh guess what his stats were from three last like, season? Oh and five, I don't know. <laughs> oh for eleven. Yeah, let's go. He did improve his free throw shooting though. Yeah, he did. He shot sixty percent. He shot 60% and the year before he shot 38.6. That's a big increase. I don't care what. That's 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 really good. That's a really I'll give good him props. Increase. I'll give him props for that's that one. That's a 22% increase. That's huge. My stance on yeah. that is if you're making hundreds of millions of dollars, hit your goddamn free throws. I don't care how tall you are, what build you are, hit your free throws if you're making 100 yeah. million dollars. I think yeah. all three of us can almost shoot free throws better than that. <laughs> Yeah, probably not me. I'm a terrible. I'm just a terrible shooter. But you know, whatever. That's yeah. why I talk basketball, not uh, not play it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, well, so Wyatt has been wanting to talk about this for quite a while. Oh, but I mean, yeah, one more thing. Yeah, shout outs to Wade for a great career. We'll all be rooting for you this season. Also, I mean, Hi, I feel like we should. We're doing them disservice. We don't have to get into this at all. But uh, let's do shouts out to Manu Ginobili for a hell of a career. And uh, yeah, we haven't talked definitely, about I think, a Hall of Famer. 
what we did, we did, we did talk about right, him. Right. We, we we recorded before he officially retired, and then uh, he ended up actually officially retired. I'm pretty sure you were on consensus that he was going to come back for another year. No, we all no. We were talking about we went under the assumption that he was going to retire, and we talked oh, about why yeah. he was going to be a why he was no matter what a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. like no shit, like no no well, no. Definitely doubt. a Hall of Fame career, and shout out to Monty Ginobili. We'll see you in that Hall yeah, of we're Fame, brother. Miss you. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, why is Moyne talk about this the whole time? So we're going to talk about it now. Um, so today, at, at the time of us uh, recording this, it's Sunday. So the Buffalo Bills played today, and uh, their cornerback, Vontae Davis, <laughs> just straight up left the game at halftime and retired. And this got us thinking, which NBA player is most likely to do that this season like like if you could th- if you could pick any other player in the nba to do this this season who would it be the whole sacramento kings roster <laughs> oh <my>. <laughs> <laughs> i think a potential option is zebo personally <laughs> honestly jr smith that, that was my guess yeah that was gonna be my guess jr smith he seems like the kind of guy that'd be like you know what uh, he's done so many weird things in his career too, like with the soup this last season where he threw it at a coach. They never did yeah. find out what kind of soup it was. I think That's it's, all it's I like about. it's 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 been told to some people, but everybody's keeping it under wraps because they just like we know this is a big deal to a lot of people, and they just aren't saying what it was. My guess is I just need to know how hot the soup was. My guess is a uh, <laughs> tomato bisque. Let me go on the record yep. as saying. All right, man. He was eating a good old a grilled cleaning, cheese sandwich. Yeah. It's like some New England clam chowder. Oh, God. Then you would smell bad, too. Just be absolutely yeah, that's That's why I hope it's that. I just add some insult to injury. But that's just all to say that J.R. Smith has a really intense character. And after that finals performance last year, I'm thinking the meme treatment's just going to get to him. And if... If there was going to be any player to retire at halftime, it would definitely be him. Started off yeah. with soup, and it's just going to graduate to like boiling pots of water. <laughs> it's it's going to be when they when when uh, the Cavs play LeBron next year too. When they play the Lakers, he's going to get tired of it because that's all they're going to talk about, and then he's just going to retire at halftime. He's gonna, they're just going to be like down by like forty five at halftime because the Cavs are going to be so bad. And Jared's like, screw it, I'm done. I'm out. Bye. Remember the time you did that timeout? <laughs> I feel like a lot of these uh, former Cavs could be guys who, uh, or like these guys who were Cavs, could all be potential candidates for retiring because you because it's just the effect that LeBron had. Like, wait, we actually have to play basketball now, Seriously? and they just they just get pissed and retire. Like, and even uh, former player, I think Richard Jefferson could straight up retire. But wait, is he still he's still on the Nuggets? Right, he's still on their roster. I, think so. uh, I don't know if he signed back. He was on a one year thing. I don't. I, he might have retired and just not said anything yet. Yeah, I was thinking, uh, yeah, I think that he'd be the guy to retire because, I mean, when he was really drunk after the Cavs won the finals, he was going like, nah, man, I'm retired, and uh, but he decided to come back. I really wish he had actually retired that way because outside of the Vontae Davis, that would have been like my favorite way ever that anybody's retired. Yeah, but also it's like he was like his podcast road tripping, which is hilarious. He said on one of the episodes, if he actually did retire, they would have never done that. Dang, I, that's how I want him to do something like that. Um, another another option who I've thought of, 
Uh, Vince Carter, he's stuck on the worst team Ooh. in the league, and he's already 107. So it definitely, you know, who would not be? It would definitely not be Gordon Hayward because Daddy's always happy. Wait, what? Oh god! <laughs> it took me a second, and I was like, "What a minute! Wait, what are you talking about?" But oh yeah, sorry, Gordon, you didn't get a boy. God, he was DeMarcus so Cousins would. What, Wyatt? You think DeMarcus Cousins would? No. He would definitely no. leave like mid-game, but he wouldn't retire mid-game. Dude, he's going to ride the coattails of a of an all-time great team to a ring this year. He's not retiring from that. Yeah, exactly. Maybe somebody like Dirk Nowitzki or something. No. Dirk's just like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> Is there a Blazer who you think could retire at halftime? I think. Do you think Myers Leonard has had enough of the fans? Like, if the fans keep booing him every time he touches the like, ball, do you it. think he's going to retire? I'm out. I'm over it. <laughs> Y'all still got to pay me. Yeah, it, not going to lie. I have my issues with Myers Leonard, but I kind of feel bad whenever that happens to him. Yeah, I mean... It's it's one of those things where Stotts does a real shitty job of um properly developing players. So if you're not if you're not a standout player initially from the get go, you're gonna have a really hard time getting playing time with under Stotts. I mean, if you look at mm-hmm. CJ, CJ sat almost his entire rookie year, and it took Wesley Matthews tearing his Achilles in order for him to find out. Oh shit, CJ can actually really play basketball because he just does such mm-hmm. a poor job of actually giving guys opportunities. Shabazz. Yeah. yeah. Shabazz was a pretty solid backup point guard in the NBA. And he, he did a, if you ask me, he did a really good job. And I think Shabazz could be a solid starter for a bad team yeah. at least. Honestly, a hot, here's a hot take for you boys. I feel like Wade Baldwin is going to be one of those underrated players that Stotts doesn't develop enough that could actually wind up being a liable or a, a viable asset to another NBA team down the road once the Blazers let him go. For sure. Which I feel, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I would love for Wade Baldwin to stick around and, and be on our team. But I mean, like I just said, Stotts just does such a poor job of developing people and giving people chances that I, f- I feel like he's extremely underutilized. He's he's probably, don't, don't quote me, he's probably one of our best defensive guards, if not the best defensive guard we have. I agree with that. He's He's a good defender. He's physical. There's not a lot of options. That's what I like about him. He's physical. And uh, the problem is we have so many guards on our roster now, too. It's going to be him and Seth Curry fighting for the backup two guard. And as much as I love Wade Baldwin, offensively, I think uh, Seth Curry's got him beat. So... And if you're better on offense in the NBA, a lot of times you make the cut. So... We don't know, yeah. man. We don't know because we haven't seen enough of Wave Baldwin. Mm-hmm. But when we saw him, he uh, looked good. Yeah, he didn't start getting playing time until like the very end of the season, right? Yep, in cl- in classic Stotts fashion, man. I think he yeah, averaged I, thirteen and eight during the summer league too. He did. He had a good summer league. Yeah, that is my. That's my only. I'll go on the on the record of saying that's my only gripe with Stotts is his inability to develop lesser players yeah that was what that was what i was gonna say too i was gonna say it's really the only big issue i've had with Stotts during his tenure with portland it's just that he doesn't develop guys until like we're just sitting there like wait why wasn't this guy playing all this time which you never know that could have been that could partially be the reason why like cj came out and was so good from the get-go because like he 
right when he first came in because he was like spending all this time off the bench uh, on the bench learning and then he came back I feel like I don't know it's kind of like that uh first round quarterback in the NFL approach you bench him for a year right. and then he comes out and he's ready right he's still better than Tom Thibodeau so yeah yeah Tom Thibodeau just doesn't uh, my dead grandma he doesn't want you if you're not a former Bulls player but yeah I just can't wait to see all the other former Bulls come out of retirement. Carlos Boozer, he's going to pick up Carlos. Oh, my God. Michael Jordan is going to come out of retirement. My dream scenario is that he goes and signs a 45-year-old Kirk Thomas. Oh, God. (laughs) He might be 46 now. Why not, right? I think his birthday might have passed. At this point, why not? Just send it. Full send. I remember yeah. jokingly saying after they signed Lou all dang, I'm like, next is Jakeem Noah. And then Jakeem Noah finds out the next day that the, he's going to get out of that Knicks contract. And I'm like, oh my God, this might actually happen. Uh, How is Jakeem Noah still in the NBA? Mm-hmm. I saw this. Uh, I This is a long, long time ago. So it could have a couple years ago. So it could be out of date. But I saw this graphic saying that one out of every four people who is over seven feet is in the NBA. That's <laughs> true. I've heard of that. I heard that too. So if you know someone who's over seven feet, there's a 25% chance that they are currently in the NBA. Well, that's because the NBA uh, drafts so much off potential. I was I was actually talking about this with someone the other day, and I can't remember who I was talking about it with. But uh, I was talking about how there are all these like seven-footers in the NBA who just don't care about basketball. It was, I was talking about Andrew Bynum, I think. Like, why he yeah. retired. Boban Because he just didn't... Yeah, like, someone like Andrew Bynum retires, or even, like, Larry Sanders a couple years ago, they leave the NBA because they just don't care about basketball, but they were pushed to play basketball because they were seven feet tall or 6'11 or whatever. They're, like, the perfect size to play basketball. And they're just so naturally talented, and colleges and... NBA coaches, they draft off potential. And you see a seven-footer, you're like, oh, there's potential here. And they take those guys, and they don't give a shit about basketball, so they don't work out. Like, it doesn't work out. Yeah, man. So there's a one-in-four chance that they're in the NBA, and there's a 100% chance that the other three guys would have gone pro if it weren't for their bum knee. (laughs) Honestly, that's my excuse. (laughs) When Andrew Bynum retired from the NBA, I mean, he was having injury problems, but Andrew Bynum was still a good player. Yeah, he was... uh, Didn't he have, like, some, like, effort issues, though, and that was why he retired? which could have been why he retired, because he wasn't in the basketball anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that was probably it. And, I mean, what he last played... He last played a game of basketball in 2014 for Indiana, hmm. and he and that was, and the last time he played like a full season was 2011 2012. Damn, damn, yeah. that, that that that's a lot, a long time ago. You guys hear that thing last season with Baron Davis? How he wanted to make a return, and he's yeah. like Baron Davis's dead body, pretty much wanting to come back <laughs> and play in the NBA. It's like he's he's like almost fifty years old. That's that's a little bit of an exaggeration, it's a but bit, no, okay, he's almost sixty years old. Uh, <laughs> I think he's like white. He's thirty nine. Is he? Yeah. No, he's he not. Get... He's got to be forty two or forty three. Dude, I literally just pulled it up. Is he's thirty nine? Oh, he can play still. Fuck that. He last played. He last played in the NBA at, in twenty twelve, and he was thirty two. 
Why did nobody sign Baron Davis? I don't know. I liked him, so I don't. I don't know. But Jesus. I mean, Apparently, know? Stephon Marbury wants to make a comeback too to the NBA, and he's over in China. Hey, man, he's like the biggest star in China. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> show some respect on Starbury. God damn it! Yeah, dude, he's the fucking Chinese MVP. Well, I actually, that's probably Jimmer now, but. Reliving you know, the glory days over there in China. Oh, I remember Jimmer mm-hmm. in middle school. That before it became Curry for shooting threes. Watching them. No, dude, that was just us because we're the only people that give a shit about Jimmer. Oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> Everybody loved Jimmer before. No, nah, dude, Jimmer was so huge. Jimmer was so huge. National Player of the Year. People loved him. Man. Now he's, he's bad. He wow. was what made. He was doing Curry things before Curry was. He was pulling up from right, thirty. Curry came, right, Curry came out in, in like oh eight, and Jimmer was after him. I know, but I mean, like Curry wasn't pulling up from thirty five feet from the beginning, was he? Eh, he kind of was when he was at yeah, Davidson. Yeah. He was pulling up a lot. Monte he was going for his threes before. Monte also was stealing all his thunder, bro. Yeah, could have exactly. Been. <laughs> well, Monte Ellis hey, still wants to play too. God damn. Yeah, big three, no. big three, big three. <laughs> Let's just get them on the Blazers for another guard on the roster. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've already talked about the Blazers a lot, and there really isn't much going on with them, so I think we're going to skip over uh, Blazers corner this week. But uh, I think we, we should, should move right, right now with CJ being a distressed Browns fan. Yeah, Browns lost again today. Sorry, CJ. But you got the tie, though. You got the tie. Best start for <laughs> Round since 2003. 0-1-1, <laughs> oh, baby. CJ. Let's go. <laughs> well, yeah, now they're 0-1-1. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> oh, I heard you say 0-0-1. Sorry, my bad. But, um, we should just move right along to uh, Wyatt's lukewarm take. Wyatt, you have a take prepared for us? I do. It's going to be controversial. Did you think of it it's, uh, it's, more than 15 let me minutes just say, prior? It's kind, of, it's kind of a joke take. Because there's not much going on in the NBA right now. So here's my take. What if Tom Thibodeau's got the right idea? Oh my god. What if getting all of these Bulls players back on the team is going to make them better? <laughs> okay. What if Jakeem Noah still got it? Okay, okay, okay. Oh my Okay, god. let me ask you this. Did it work when it was on the Bulls? Hey man, they had they yes. uh, Derrick Rose got hurt. Please stop. They I don't want to Eastern talk about Conference it. You never want to talk about it, but we got to talk about it. You got to face the music, man. Uh, D Rose got hurt. They made it to the Eastern Conference Finals once. This this team was good. I'm not saying that they're gonna be good now. Now that they're all older, but that was a damn good team, and they probably would have won the finals in at least like 12, maybe 13, and eh, maybe not with LeBron in Miami. Hell but, nah, uh, dude, because we would have had Greg Oden, Brandon Roy, Damian Lillard, and Lamarcus Aldridge, and we would have just... Bro, stop. We would have been always say stop. kids. You always say stop about when we bring up D-Rose, when we bring up D-Rose. Um, Greg Oden and Brandon Roy are a sensitive subject, I've, so I mean, we're not going to talk about that. I've had to deal with that for for how many years now it's just it's just one of those Boy, things i retired where... in 2011 yeah. so what were you saying cody about tom thibodeau i was just gonna say no <laughs> that's really it yeah <laughs> fair um fair, oh, what fair. i was gonna say too is uh since the uh, small ball market is obviously the biggest basketball podcast of all time i know all the higher ups at uh 2k the basketball game company are listening to me so if i could just get like a 
a team full of some of the the all-time greats that have uh, been cut down due to injury, that would be fantastic. Oh, that's a great idea, actually. All-time injury team. Get on that, please. Chop, chop. I feel like some people would think that's in bad taste, but I would love it. I would love to play with that we team. Would, oh, would my God. shit out of that team. I was going to say, that's, that team would smack people. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. And half the team would be Blazers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Basically, you could. Yeah, I mean, I mean Bill Walton put, won a championship for us, but you could also put Bill Walton on that list, dude. He's literally like the most injured player in NBA history. Are we counting? He might. Like, he won a championship, but I'm pretty sure he has the most missed seasons due to injury in NBA history. Yeah, don't quote me on that, but he's he he has been on the air before and called himself the most injured player in NBA history. You could put Isaiah and, Thomas on that list too, probably. Which I like. The Isaiah Thomas? Are you or, talking about like no? Like, I'm talking about like Celtics Isaiah Thomas, not Pistons Isaiah Thomas. Not really on most injured. He just didn't really get a chance. But I'm just saying, like, if he doesn't come back from that injury, if he doesn't come back this, oh season, yeah, yeah, could, yeah. No, I now I see what you're meaning. That could that. I mean, he go. You know, I I don't obviously know what he averaged. I think it was like what 25 and eight, but. Dude, he was more. He was like 28 a game when he was yeah, uh, when, when during his. I, I feel so bad for Isaiah 15 and two. I'm excited to see him with the Nuggets. Yeah, it'll be fun to see. Please be good. I, I feel so bad for him because it's like he he had a huge contract waiting for him too. They done did him so yeah. dirty after. Should have played the Kawhi route and not come back. Could have saved himself some money. Yeah, in 2016-17, he averaged 28.9 points per game. Damn, dude, that's, that's nuts. nuts. Yeah. I think only Westbrook and probably Harden average more than him. How much did he average last year? He only averaged uh, in total for all the teams like, and for both well, teams he I'm played for 15, 15.2. That's yeah. not too bad. Not bad, but not, still average. That's not Isaiah Thomas good. No. But He'll come back. I, yeah, I hope he can turn around with Denver. Yeah. But, I'll, I'll yeah. tell you right now, he's going to get 21 a game this season. That's reasonable. I could see that. As a six man? Or do you think he's going to start? I think, I think, he is, I think he's going to start. They need a point guard. They're going to yeah, run Jamal true. Murray at the shooting guard. They can run five, Gary man. Harris at the forward. Hmm. That's not a bad assumption. I think you'd do that. But get, getting away from our topic, uh, no, Tom Thibodeau, they are not going to be good. But uh, we kind of <laughs> branched off into some good conversations. Other than that. Yeah. Oh. I want them to trade Jimmy Butler just so it can give Derrick Rose and them more time to play. God. <laughs> God. No, I actually want him to finish up. I want him to finish collecting the former Bulls and then run a full lineup of it next season just because he wants to. So, Derek, Jimmy, Luol, Taj, and Jakim Noah. Yeah, it's got they gotta do it. Oh, god, it, Twitter's gonna blow it's up. The infinity they gotta do it at least. Yeah, <laughs> the infinity gauntlet of Bulls players. Mm hmm. God, that's like, except in, when you snap, it, it doesn't like wipe out the face of the, it doesn't wipe out half the population. You snap and like your fingers break. <laughs> <laughs> your your own hand falls off. Dude, I'm pretty sure Jakim Noah is like in a jungle somewhere right now. Have you, have you guys seen those oh, videos? Yeah. He's got like his hair dyed and like it's. That man is making millions. I... <laughs> To do Millions nothing. to be in a jungle somewhere. He's <laughs> Yo, uh, New York Knicks franchise. I could, 
I could do more for you right now than Jakeem Noah would, and I would take like half that money. So just hit me up, hit my line. Uh, you know where to find me at Small Ball Market on Twitter. You just want like thirty million instead of sixty. Yeah, Dude, I, I would go there for a million. Not even. I would go there for a hundred thousand. Just, just would, get me uh, on the team, bro. Like we, like none of us would, pl- would like none of us would play in the NBA for free. <laughs> hey, man. I would play in the NBA for free just for publicity. That'll get our podcast off off to a great start. <laughs> God, you'd be like one of those honorary team captains that they do for people they feel bad for. Dear Put God. me in the game. Shoots it from half court immediately. Pull me, coach. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. I'm retiring. <laughs> I will be the first NBA player to retire at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, boys. Do you guys want to leave it at that? Yep. This podcast is going to retire at halftime right now. Not, dude, this ain't halftime. We've been going for 50 minutes. Shh. Let it, let it, let it happen. All right. All right. Well, uh, from all of us here at Small Ball Market, I'd like to thank you for tuning in. Make sure you uh, follow us on Twitter at Small Ball Market. If you end up having any questions, email us, smallballmarket at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe to us, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to rate us five stars only, unless the scale is 10, then in which case give us 10 instead. Please. Um, Yeah, we just want perfect ratings. Yeah, I already said follow our Twitter at Small Ball Market, but yeah, I'll plug it again at Small Ball Market. Also, follow <laughs> us on Instagram. We post some good stuff there. It is also Small Ball Market. No, uh, no spaces, no anything like that. But uh, yeah, other than that, um, thanks, thanks for tuning in. We'll, we'll, we probably won't be taking another hiatus anytime soon. So we will see you next week. Adios.